What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the SVT. My guy, Sam. Yo. <laughs> Vince. Hey, hey. And your host today, Tyler here, bringing you guys another episode. Hope everyone's having a wonderful weekend. Uh, we got a big... Uh... <laughs> Sam, show me his cold snack. If you haven't had a Montucky, we are not sponsored. But if, if Montucky does want to sponsor us, you know, we, we like a cold snack here and there. I was welcome to uh, welcome in the uh, the sponsorship here. Maybe we can get one uh, going here for you. Um, we got a lot of news breaking in. Uh, again, apologize we didn't have an episode last week, guys. Just you know, life happens. But uh, we got baseball back, so I'm super excited. I can't wait to see. I know my team's probably going to finish in dead last. But uh, what are your guys' thoughts about baseball being back? Go ahead, Vince. Okay. Um, so I'm glad it's back. Let's start with that. Um, I on our last recording, I had uh, fully expected that baseball would not be like we would be missing the first two weeks. Um, that's what I expected to happen. And at one point, they did cancel the first two weeks of games. So I'm not technically wrong. So I'm going to count that as a win, even though they they did say that they are going to make up those games uh, on the back end. They'll add, you know. Uh, so uh, I'm glad baseball's back. I'm glad I was right, but also wrong, I guess. Um, so I'll take half credit for the victory there. Um, that being said, uh, I know that the pain is coming uh, for as an A's fan. This is this is the start of a new um, take teardown. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm uh, starting to regret now. It's that moment. It's like, yay, 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 yeah, no, oh, no, 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 no. So, yeah, I agree with you. How about you, Sam? Your turn. I agree. Focusing on the MLB as a whole, I, you know, it it feels like a big old nothing burger. I don't think anything really got solved the players marginally got played more for like back back end roster you know minor league guys got a little bit more money um but you know the universal dh is happening that wasn't really like a chip that you know mlb wanted and the players were holding it in their back pocket like the players wanted to this to happen too so you know, it, it doesn't really create, you know, some people were saying, oh, the DH creates like new jobs. I mean, it, it creates what, 15 full-time it, DH roles? Well, um, yeah, it, it doesn't um, ex- it doesn't even create jobs. It, it extends the jobs of people that can no longer field stairs exactly. and Barry Bonds, you know. Nelson so, Cruz is now has the whole league to choose from instead of just the American League teams. Right. You know, so, you know, it didn't, and they have these, options for um to make a bigger bag you know um a lot of cockamamie stuff you know a pitch clock you know they didn't solve anything they didn't solve the economics of baseball and they didn't solve the biggest problem that baseball has it's 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 pace of play it's there are rules in the rule big rule book to make this game fun you know it's Guys stepping out of the batter's box, calling for time, pitchers stepping off the mound. It's, you know, all of these in all of these things that are in the game to throw each other's timing off where 
there are rules where the umpire can enforce and say, Hey, come on, speed it up. So I think we need to do the little things. Players need to do the little things and then stop catering every single thing to a TV audience. You know, the, 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 the team takes breaks because the commercial break, and then they take breaks with, like I said, calling time from the umpire. And those are the things that's adding time to the game. You can't, we've said this many times where you can't have quicker games and more offense. Well, you can't have quicker games and have all this advertising. You know, it's, it's one or the other, Mm -hmm. you know, so none of that was identified. None of that was addressed. Um, So I feel like the, you know, the, the fans are, are kind of just, you know, we go through this drama and I think we were in the minority of supporting the players because we've covered and we've discussed quite a bit about minor leaguers and in, what they go through and how little they get paid and, and going up to the big club and then going back down and having to pay rent for both houses or both places they're staying in. And we saw that the A's served their minor leaguers, this sandwich that was bread, lettuce, and tomato, um, <laughs> you know, uh, the fire Island meal. Um, yeah. Fire you know, fest. Yeah. <laughs> so we've, we've seen, we've seen this and we've, and none of it got solved um you know the the draft didn't get solved you know so it just feels like we're 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 celebrating something that should have just been there the owners got what they wanted the lockout worked and you know they're going to continue to do what they do and as far as the a stuff like you know we know it's going to get torn down again and emotionally it's just one of those things how do you feel how I, I, it's hard for me to get really excited. Wow. Baseball's back. Oh, wow. When you know that ownership is not into it, they don't give a shit. And the A's are back on welfare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're on welfare. It's mm-hmm. no other way to call it welfare and they can't keep their players. So it's hard. To, it's hard to be. I'm glad. Yeah. But you know what I'm really glad about guys is, you know, on this radio show, I'm, I'm bitching, I'm moaning and I'm pissed. You know, that's the whole reason why I'm producing, we're producing this show is to talk sports is to do this. Right. But what I'm looking forward to, it's, it's really not the product on the field because that's going to piss me off. You guys know that, <laughs> but what I'm looking forward to is having another couple of games that you guys and I can meet up, tailgate, eat some hot dogs, have fun meet up with our friends. I'm, I'm excited for the social atmosphere. I'm sure. not excited for what is on the field. And that, like, that pisses me off. So I'm excited for baseball because I just want a slice of normalcy. But unfortunately, some of that normalcy being an ace fan is seeing your team rebuild every four years. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a little disheartening, a little upsetting. I think, uh, you know, the Chris Bassett being traded. Uh, I, I originally thought I, I read the Yankees and I'm glad that it said the Mets, but um, again, he was just kind of the first domino piece. Right. So I'm happy that we can have a social events and go tailgate in the back of the truck with a couple hot dogs and whatnot. But uh, 
yeah, it's going to be sad seeing that what the team had the last three, four years is just not going to be on the field anymore. And I fully expect if Freddie Freeman signs elsewhere that Matt Olson is going to be in Atlanta. Um, I, I don't know what days are going to get for Chapman, especially because he had a really down year coming off of that hip surgery. So I don't know what they're going to get, but I fully expect him to be gone as well. Um, you know, I, I don't even know if uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what we're going to field out there. I think it's just going to be the old uh, quadruple A is all over again. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, Luriano is probably gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, he's got to finish. Yeah. I mean, he's got the suspension, suspension to finish. Uh, so but he'll yeah, probably after that. be he'll probably traded by the trade deadline during this season. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they want to get some games in just to, to showcase him. Be like, see, Manaya. he's totally fine. Yeah. You know, Manaya's probably gone. Um, you know, there's there, I mean, anybody, you know, even Lou Trevino is probably gone. Mm-hmm. Anybody with any value at all um is on the block. So yeah. That's all I got to say about the A's right now, because I don't want to be pissed off on my Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, spe- fair. Speaking of uh, trades that went down, Sonny Gray was the most recent one, I think, today, right? Or at least 12 hours ago, something like that. He got traded to the Twins, former A here, uh, for their their uh, top prospect, uh, Chase Petty. And Twins are in like this weird limbo situation where they just signed Buxton to a big deal but then they're also rebuilding. So I, I don't really know what the twins are doing there. The, I, the, I don't know if they're just trying to give something to their fans yet, try and rebuild at the same time. I, I feel like they're not committed to one way or the other as a fan looking from the outside perspective. Um, Dodgers re-signed Clayton Kershaw, which I think he's got about maybe what, two years left. If, if that, I know he's on a one-year deal, but I think in baseball, I think he's got like what, two years left maybe. Yeah. He, he's year to year now uh, going forward for the rest of his career. And yeah, I, I would imagine he's going to keep signing with the Dodgers as long as they'll have him. And yeah. I, I don't know that he'll play anywhere else at this point. He's made his money, you know, retire in L.A. Enjoy got, your life. I don't got a, you know. Got a ring. Yeah. It's all that matters, you know. Um, Giants signed Carlos Rodon, which I think that's an excellent pickup for them, especially with what they lost right before the uh, um, the, the whole lockout situation to Toronto. Uh, speaking of Toronto, they picked up the uh, the pitcher um, that everybody has been wanting. They've been like going after him, Yusei Kikuchi. So they picked him up. Um, Cardinal signed Drew Verhagen, who played in Japan last year. And what Cubs signed Anderton Simmons, which if the A's were to like actually try and field a team, that would be the shortstop that I would want them to get since they let go to Marcus Simon, Simeon. And obviously that's not going to happen, but um, it's not a whole lot in the market out there as far as like uh, big trades moving on. But uh, just keep an eye out on Freddie Freeman. That will be the uh, indicator for the A's as to the next domino that drops for us. Absolutely. Oh. All right. What's next, guys? All right. So we've uh, we've beat this uh, baseball horse to death, I think, at this point. Are we ready to go talk and uh, switch gears to football? Yeah. Sure. Go for it. All right. So, uh, uh, basically, um, the, we are in the legal tampering period, which is a weird phrase Woo! to say. Uh, it's so weird. Just call it the negotiating period. You know, legal tampering is like, oh, now you can cheat. You know, it's totally okay to cheat. It wasn't okay to cheat two days ago, but now go for it. Go ahead and 
talk and tamper and just kind of mess with everybody's heads, you know, now I mean, it, it's such a weird phrase, but uh, players are now being uh, agreeing to contracts and uh, uh, in principle and their, you know, trades are starting to be discussed. The big mover, the big trade that went down was Russell Wilson to Denver, which yeah. uh, makes me happy, makes Sam upset because <laughs> now his quarterback's the fourth best quarterback in, in the a- in the AFC West. Uh, yeah. How, how are you doing? I, I didn't see that coming, man. I thought it was honestly going to be Rodgers to Denver. Honestly, I, I really thought he was going to go to Denver. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild because they announced that Rodgers signed his extension. It was what four year, two hundred million or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then an hour later, Russ to Denver is like uh, breaking. So people were still tweeting, you know, trolling Denver fans. How you feeling, Denver fans? How you feeling? And then that news breaks. Feeling pretty goddamn good now. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> are you uh you excited uh sam you you, you uh what Hell is yeah. it vince vince's division gets uh, a little bit easier a little bit and your division gets a little bit interesting i think the afc west as if Carr for whatever reason doesn't get traded you know i don't think he is but if he doesn't, I think the AFC West, as far as quarterback-wise, has become the most interesting division in the NFL. Um, I'm actually – I'm really excited um, for the division. I'm excited for the Raiders. I think Derek Carr is finally getting a real offensive coordinator. Um, you know, I, I've – you guys know. Anybody who listens to this podcast knows, like, I criticize John Gruden's offense quite a bit. Uh, it was too predictable, too conservative – and I think with uh, Josh McDaniels, the offense is going to change. Um, there are some offensive pieces that I think is going to really – I think those those progress, the good progress that they have with Hunter Renfro and Dar- Darren Waller, um, I think you're going to see those those moves. Uh, those guys continue to grow and, and be good players. I also think that the Raiders are going to make a splash in free agency. I, I expect their uh, their draft. Uh, you know, I think they're going to take uh, you know a wide receiver in the first two rounds, probably an offensive lineman in the first two or three rounds. Um, I'm really excited for their defensive coordinator, man. Like I've been watching a lot of uh, videos and just on his presence, and I know that doesn't translate to X's and O's on the field. Um, but when you really look at what he's trying to do as a, as a defensive coordinator and you look at what he was able to accomplish with uh, the Giants who didn't have a lot of talent on that roster, I think he might, he might be able to really get something out of this defense, which has some pieces. You know, they're not a terrible defense. I think they just sometimes were not – it seems like this has been an ongoing thing for the Raiders is – they have not been put into a position to succeed. And that's been my number one criticism with John Gruden was they were it just often too often. It just seemed like, why are you running the ball on third and five? Or why are you throwing this, you know, slant pattern on a, on a third and long, <laughs> you know, like what, <laughs> why are you doing this? Um, and with free agency, there's, there's rumors that they're trying to replace, uh, uh, that spot that uh, with Henry Ruggs, you know, not being on the team anymore with uh, w- uh, with DJ Chark, 
I think I'm saying his name right. Shark. Yeah, char- mm-hmm. Shark. Um, yeah, Shark. It's Shark season. Shark. Um, he's shark. Had, <laughs> he's had, uh, you know, last year he had some injury problems. Um, but as far as like talent and skill wise, like he would definitely fill that role um, with Devontae Adams and uh, Chris Godwin going nowhere. Um, you know, uh, it, it's a little bit slimmer pickings at wide receivers. So if he come and he was spotted in Las Vegas over the weekend, he was tweeting from Vegas. So I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up here. And, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, they take a wide receiver in the first or second round either. So I, I think Derek Carr is poised to have a, a better offensive season. Uh, I don't think he's going to be, you know, a 5,000 yard passer. I think he's just going to be put in positions to succeed um and have a cleaner offense you know a more efficient offense yeah i think the biggest thing that i want to see from the raiders i just want to see a more poised defense if that makes sense like they they were they were good defense don't get me wrong i'm just looking for a defense that doesn't create so many penalties that's yeah. what i'm looking for um you know crosby signed that massive contract deal and his his aspiration is hall of fame or bust so well, that's a great mindset to have, especially uh, on the defensive end there. But uh, I just want to see a little bit more, you know, let's not lead or be in the top three of, of uh, penalties for a team. That's what, that's what I would look for. Absolutely. And also, yeah, and I, I mean, know, oh, I know the, uh, the, the big trade also with uh, Khalil Mack going to the chargers, um, you know, that's, I mean, he's, he's an awesome player, but you know, it was, it was, you know, he was on the Raiders. We loved him when he was on the Raiders. But there is some truth to the, the Raiders' defense wasn't very good with him. And there was other players on the team with him, and they weren't very good. He goes to the Bears, and the Bears, you know, their defense didn't go from, you know, eight to number one. It wasn't like they were the number one defense when he got there. He had one great year with the bears and then he had a lot of injuries after that he had a lot of injury history after that so you know is he gonna go to san diego and and play los angeles is he gonna go to the <laughs> los angeles Chargers and, and play 17 games and be a uh you know um uh all defensive uh player you know whatever you know i mean yeah that could happen um but i'm not as like terrified, you know, this is not uh, Aaron Donald, uh, you know, going to the other side, you know, this is not Aaron Donald, the, the absolutely number one, most dominant defensive line player um, in the league right now. You know, it's not that. So yeah, he's great, but you know, he, it's not like he changed the world when he went to the bears, everybody was getting on the bears and there was, media reporters that were oh he's going to a big boy franchise well it it didn't really nothing really happened (laughs) big boy yeah yeah i wouldn't call the the bears a big boy franchise maybe in the 80s yeah they (laughs) yeah i mean that's uh, the bears are the textbook franchise that like is living in the past you know exactly um they, they they talk about the 85 bears more often in chicago than like like i'll tell you what niners fans um you know, we, we kind of get living in the past a little bit with our quarterbacks and stuff, but nothing compared to the, the 85 Bears and that defense and uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, uh, 
it's it's wild like how, how much they cherish that one winning season and it's just been a shit ton of mediocrity outside of that just to summarize i'm not really worried as a raiders fan i'm more excited and i think it's it's i mean this is why the nfl is great it don't sleep is year round you're t- you know you it, your team is always trying to do something. Even the Browns got in on the action and traded for Amari Cooper. You know, like they just took him for three years, $20 million per season, $60 million. That's effort. Hey, that's the, good money. The, if you can get it, the Cowboys got something for somebody they were going to cut. You know what I mean? They, he was going to get cut. You had no, and you probably could have signed him to, cheaper you you could assign them to way less than 20 million dollars a season yeah well, I'm, putting, uh, I'm putting in a note here but I, I i might as well just say so cooper getting traded to the browns uh allegedly at the end of the cowboys loss last season in the playoffs cooper confronted dak prescott in the locker room and called him the black uh kirk cousins <laughs> I heard about this. I did see that. Oh, that's yes. so good. Oh, so uh, I, I so love my Niners. There was, there was tension. Oh. There's tension and, and animosity. So a lot of people think that that's the tension in the locker room was just boiled over for that playoff game, and, and Cooper had to go. And well, it's about uh, they didn't do time. any game service. Oh. They didn't do any service at all. It's I mean, they could have gotten a lot more. Oh it yes, is about time Amari Cooper shows some damn spine. You know, it's about time. That's why he. That's why he got. Uh, they kicked him out of uh, Oakland. You know, that's why they got rid of him. He was like too soft. <laughs> he was soft. Get out of here. Well, he's going to Cleveland, so he's got to at least you know learn how to deal with cold, if not get harder. So you know, good luck, <laughs> bud. And thank you for uh, blowing up the Cowboys just a little bit for me. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's so great. Uh, knowing that. My team inflicted that pain. Like my team kicking Den, uh, Dallas's ass out of the playoffs is why Amari Cooper is now on the Browns. But what's so what's so <laughs> crazy about the Browns is they they basically with this trade are trying to rebuild Baker Mayfield's wide receiver core. So they're doubling down on Baker Mayfield being the guy, and now Jarvis Landry is given per- permission to uh, seek a trade. So, like, why why? This is the Browns being the Browns. Like Baker Mayfield is not the dude. He's he's not the dude. Yeah, he's he's a a, a worse version of Jimmy Garoppolo. I if I'm the Browns, <laughs> I would have rolled the dice on Jimmy G. I'd rather have Jimmy Garoppolo than Ma- Baker Mayfield. Yeah. The phone lines are open. Hot you know, take. I'm sure. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of hot take, uh, you guys want to gamble on some football games this year? Because if not, sure. Calvin Ridley would be more than happy to take you up on a on any oh, kind of betting odds. Snap! <laughs> he uh, has to so, be the worst. <laughs> oh. He said he bet like fifteen hundred dollars in total, and then yeah. they, uh, apparently it leaked that the uh, the parlay and how much he's in debt is like millions. <laughs> Like never take advice from him. <laughs> a couple thousand dollars will get you a couple million in the hole. Like, <laughs> oh geez, he didn't he tweet out and said that I don't have a gambling addiction. He did. That yeah. age like milk. Yeah. Uh, 
No good. Yeah, so he's he's gonna sit down for all of 2022, and this happened after he had already left like the organization uh, for his like to get his head right. And I guess getting your head right was you know betting parlays like crazy. So you know I don't I don't know what to say to that uh, other than I just you know, you know what I, it's fine right like it happens I'm sure it happens more than we are ever disclosed as fans or, or media knows the gambling that players gamble on games, right? I'm, I'm sure it happens, right? The only thing that kind of upsets me about this whole thing is I feel like, and maybe this is just my own personal opinion, but when Calvin Ridley said he had to leave from the team for mental health issues, it really bothers me that he used that as an excuse, knowing that the everyone found out that he was gambling on games. If that was the reason why, and it wasn't actually for mental health issues, is because they found out he was gambling, that would really irritate me just because there is dudes out there who really need to take mental health days and like take off, you know, to use it as an excuse, I think is, is a pretty lame crux to, uh, or a crutch to, uh, to lean on in my opinion. Absolutely. Really, really interesting. The timing of all of this, because like, you know, we know players gamble, we know they're gambling on their own sport and they're not supposed to, you know? So now there's like talk of, you know, he's being, suspended for a whole year but then there's guys who you know beat their wives beat women rape women do horrible horrible things but and they're only suspended two games four games half a season you know um and then you have uh you know this is a sports show but you know politicians uh you know, uh, buying up stocks and and then criticize the war and then make money on these stocks and you know so Aren't they, you know, should it, it's, it's an interesting timing thing as we are in the world and with sports in gambling, buying stocks, and then using our platforms to influence that, you know? So it's interesting, you know, hey, gambling. Just know, totally just know that, uh, but just, that, just know that oh. your, your Dogecoin is worth more than a Russian ruble. And DraftKings, <laughs> if you're listening, we would love for you to sponsor. Yeah. We like gambling. Yeah. But we're, you know, we're three dudes, you know, talking shit we, on a on a radio show. So we'd be you know, we'd be more than happy to say to go to draftkings.com and use promo code SVT. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a real thing yet. People don't try that, but um please. Pretty please. It was on the internet. It has to be true. That's right. That's right. Uh, so Carson Wentz, my beloved Carson Wentz. <laughs> so there was commando. last, yeah, Going last to the commandos. Year, last year he got a nickname with a couple of buddies of mine as a CCC for a COVID Carson uh, Colt. Now he gets to be COVID Carson Commander, so that feels like it rings better. And I feel like he's a GI Joe villain, which is great to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad he's gone. Um, I'm glad I get to see him. Uh, what three, four times? Three, four, four times? It's two. It, times? It's twice. It's twice. Twice a year. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I get to see him twice now. Um, I I fully want my Eagles to to run it down his throat, but um, we really haven't made any moves in this offseason in my opinion you got but, a hell uh, of first round draft picks dude i i know but we haven't really made any moves you know like we're, we're trying to move away from um uh oh my god i just drew a blank on my lineman right now and i don't want them to do it i i think it's i think it's a terrible idea uh fletcher cox i don't want them to move oh, on from yeah. fletcher cox i i don't i don't see why we need to do that again to sam's point we have first round picks i really don't want to do it 
The real question so. is, are the Eagles going to draft a linebacker in the first round? Oh, <laughs> my you, goodness. Have you heard? It's like there's this, like, crazy stat. They haven't, like, drafted a first-round linebacker since, like, the 70s or something crazy. Like, I, I don't know the exact timeline, but they haven't drafted a linebacker in the first round for decades, literally decades. Yeah, I think the most prominent one that we I can remember us drafting was what Michael Kendricks was the last one, I think, a middle linebacker. That's the last one I can remember them drafting, but it wasn't in the first round. I think he was like a third or fourth round pick. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's true. I can see that. I can see that. We're definitely not getting a quarterback, though. This quarterback draft is absolute garbage. Like, oh, yeah. Complete garbage here. Yeah, might as well sit tight with what you got. Um He'll at least make you some fantasy wins if you, if not wins on the field. So, you know, whatever. Well, that being said, though, the, the, the Colts don't have a quarterback. I joked around and I was like, wouldn't it be great if the 49ers trade Jimmy Garoppolo to the Colts to get back? Uh, uh, Forrest the, Buckner. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. That would, it's like undoing a mistake. Like, you know, uh, I, I would love the shit out of that. Please come home. You know, <laughs> come, come back. We love you. We miss you. And then uh, didn't the Seahawks, uh, they just released um, without even telling him. Uh, oh, Bobby Wagner. Yeah. He got the boot and he found out from about the it. media. Oh yeah. I know that he doesn't, I think the 49ers play what? Three, four scheme. I think it is. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So he would, he wouldn't fit into that, but man. If if he could if you guys could figure out a way to make him work, I would try and sign him. He would oh, yeah. love to play against Seattle twice a year. He would love yeah, that. Yeah, the Rams and the Cardinals are probably uh, on the same same mind, uh, the same same thought uh, train of thought as well. Try to uh, bring him in because he would like uh, if he's only healthy for two games, it'll be those two games against Seattle. Like I mean, <laughs> if, if there's injury problems, he like like he has to like get his leg chopped off or something. He'll. He'll crutch it up for the for those two games and like give like four sacks each game. Like, he'll, he'll like there is rage in, in those Lott. eyes. Oh, yeah, Ronnie oh yeah, buddy. Cut off cut, his pinky. Cut, cut the finger off. You don't need it, you know. <laughs> Just gets I, in the way of flipping people off anyway. Whatever, man. Oh man, that's one of the craziest stories I've ever heard in, in football is, is Ronnie Lott cutting off his finger and then going back to play. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's insane. You wouldn't do that? <laughs> ah, man. Different animals, man. Different animals. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it's for love of the game. Speaking of uh, toes and fingers getting cut off, Deion Sanders got two of his toes amputated because uh, he had he has, something. Like, he di- have, like diabetes or something? I think so. Yeah. And he got two of his toes cut off just recently. Oh. Speaking of ligaments being cut off here. So. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, are you excited, Vince? You you glad Vince? Uh, are you glad Vince? You glad uh, Russ is in Denver now? Uh yeah, I am. That means that Trey Lance is the number three quarterback in 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 our division right now. So, uh, you know that that's nice. It moves him up a a, a leg because who who does Seattle have now at quarterback? It's not. I mean, Drew Locke is you know got sent over there, but if he's the yeah. starter. Mr. Irresponsible, like, like you can't trust Drew Locke. Are you kidding me? Like, ah, uh, that's it's great. It's it, it's it's good times. It's good happy feelings. Um, 2011 Vince uh, is just singing Schadenfreude from Avenue Q nonstop right now. That's what's <laughs> happening. Um, um, I, I actually legit had uh, the picture of Sherman uh, when he like when you saw 
the anger and the sadness in his eyes when they when they passed the ball instead of ran the ball and lost the Super Bowl. Um, that pick was my desktop background until the day the Niners signed Sherman. And I was like, okay, it's time to take this down. But, you know, there's always a little piece of me that just loves seeing Seattle um, get worse. And that's what this trade is. And to be honest, there's no way you can't get fair value for a future Hall of Famer. You just can't. There's, uh, I mean, and so they got the, they got a pretty good haul in, in return, I think. You know, you get three NFL players, you know, Drew two and a half because Drew Locke. But and then you get all kinds of picks. You get two firsts, two seconds, and a fifth back for Russ and a fourth. I think. I think that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You. Uh, that's that's that. Honestly, that's probably about as good as you could have possibly got. And especially because Denver was not a great team last year. Um, at least this year's the picks you got that land in this year are, you know, fairly good picks. So, I mean, it's not fair. It's not fair value, but it's, it's good enough, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. So well, they, they did their part. Um, I can't believe ownership sided with uh, <laughs> Pete Carroll. I mean, if I, if you, if gun to my head, I'm keeping the franchise quarterback, I could find the coach finding a franchise QB is probably the hardest fucking thing to do in sports. Yeah. There's only a handful of those guys, but Pete Carroll thinks that he can do it because look what happened. He broke up the Legion of boom because he thought that he could find better defensive talent out there than what he had. And they haven't look how that worked out. It's incredible. They, they give him too much power. In my opinion, I think the ego on these guys it's not just Pete Carroll. It's all of them. Uh, you got to have a crazy level of megalomania, like just like uh, about yourself, just total ego gone bonkers to be uh, to be a coach in the NFL or mm-hmm. a general manager or any of these positions. Um, yeah, you just you got to be uh, cra- a little bit crazy to do it. I agree. Well, before we jump into uh, basketball here, I was excited because, you know, we got a victory there. And I was also excited because our Sharkies just took it to town to the Kings last night, which was great for me to see. So, Vince, you want to elaborate here on the Sharks game last night? 5-0? Uh, yeah, so um, there's a lot of good, happy feelings. Um, again, this is, this is a rivalry. Um, they've, pl- they've met in the playoffs several times. The Sharks have been on the on the good end, and they've been on the bad end of a couple of these uh, series in the past. And the Kings are trying to get into the playoffs. And right now, the Sharks are well on the outside looking in. So this is a game that, you know, you kind of circle as a game that you can win, and you just get a little bit, you know, it's a rival game. You get a little, uh, little ants in your pants, and you're ready to roll. Um, <laughs> just, uh, and so – they came out and they took it to him. And this was it's a good, a good box score to look at. I'll tell you that it's a good box score. Yeah. I mean, with, with the season of how it's kind of, it reminds you a lot of the A season too, where it, it was just like they were teetering and teetering and then it all just kind of seemed to collapse there at the end there. So that kind of yeah. seems to be what happened to the sharks here. But um, anytime you could beat the, uh, the rival team, I'm, I'm always up and uh, ready for that game in my opinion. Yeah. So um, you, you look at, uh, it's honestly Eric Carlson. The Sharks yeah. lost Eric Carlson a couple months ago to injury, which we kind of 
know would happen at some point because he's Eric Carlson. And that's when the Sharks were kind of fighting for a playoff spot. They were in the mix and the bottom just fell out. And now, and he's back and they beat the Kings in two straight games, uh, once in overtime and then the 5 0, yes, uh, last night. So, uh, you know, it, it shows just how important and how talented Eric Carlson is that he can take uh, a team that is, you know, a, a, a cellar dweller and make them a playoff contender. And if he's healthy the whole year, the Sharks are still in the mix for a playoff spot. Maybe they're buyers instead of what I anticipate to be sellers. Sure. Absolutely. Um, like I said, I, I got to watch the Warriors game last night. I know that you guys were a little preoccupied. Uh, if you got a chance to watch it, then you do yourself a service and try and watch it. I fully expected us to lose against Denver. I fully expected us to lose against uh, Milwaukee. I was pleasantly surprised last night with way the way the Warriors handled it and how they won that game without no Draymond, no Wiseman, no Andre Iguodala. You know, uh, it, it's just a testament to I think a, a great offensive balanced team when they're in the firing on all cylinders. And it also helps when you have Clay Thompson back in the mix, who scored 38 points last night um, to uh, seal that one. I think I read too that. Jordan Poole had 30 points and the last time two teammates for the Warriors have scored 30 points, had five rebounds and five assists all in the same game was Durant and Curry. So I'm, I'm happy to see that that dynamic can happen without it just being Curry, Curry and more Curry as the offense. I love it. I mean, we knew it was going to take Clay Thompson some time to find rhythm. Um, and it was great to see him, you know, have the 38 and he, he shot it pretty great on the three pointer, but I, I would not expect him to come out and be offensively this deadly, you know, for the rest of the season, it's going to probably take him the rest of the year and the playoffs and part of, you know, the, off, you know, most of the off season to come back and be the player that um, we remember. But, I mean, an 80% clay is better than a majority of the league. <laughs> you know? There is a reason why he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Right. And, that, and I mean. He's um, he's improving, you know, game by game. By game. Um, he's getting more and more confident every, every game. Um, I honestly feel like if it was a playoff game, Andre Agudala would be in the lineup. He would be available. I think the Warriors and him have right or wrong. I know the league doesn't like these handshake deals of, you know, we're not going to play you and this and that. Um, like the John Wall situation. I think the Warriors and Agudala probably have some type of deal where, okay, we're going to, with these injuries, but playoff time, he's going to all of a sudden he's going to be hundred percent, you know? Um, so I think it's definitely just managing his minutes, keeping him healthy and just, you know, making sure he's ready uh, for crunch time, you know, when it's, when it's there. Um, we should find out what's going to happen from, you know, James Wiseman in the next few days, if he's going to be able to, you know, you know, what do they say? He's going to get 25 minutes. If he's healthy, he's going to be about 25 minutes a game. If he get if, when he gets to the Warriors. I think um, that that's I, a little overzealous in my opinion. As, that's as, crazy to me. 
that's insane. I mean, I know he's 19 years old, but that's still a big man who come off of a knee injury. <clears throat> I, I would limit it to like 15 to 17 minutes a game, but 20, 25 minutes, I think is a little high for me to roll him off the bat there. Yeah. And I still stand by my, I'm not expecting anything from him except just get on the floor and be healthy. You know, just yeah. get, just stay healthy, young man. You know, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Um, whatever I get as a fan, uh, whatever you can get out of them, you know, points and defense and energy and all that is just a bonus. Like all I'm hoping for is his health. Um, you know, it was uh, a scary couple of weeks for the Warriors because they at one point they lost what like six in a row, was it? Uh, yeah, they were um, five, five in a row, five in a row. And then I think it was what um, only two wins out of nine games or something like that. And now, yeah, they, they now they, they beat Portland and lost. Yeah. And they beat, they beat the three wins. I think are really impressive. Cause I, I thought we were going to lose eight games in a row to be honest with you until yeah. Draymond got back. So I think and, like, you know, no matter where they go seating wise into the playoffs, if they got uh, their team healthy with Iguodala and Clay and Jordan Poole and Curry and you know um, everybody's coming back and maybe you have Wiseman. Wait, hold on, hold on. They could be extremely dangerous. Hold, hold on. I, I apologize. I don't mean to interrupt you here. Breaking news: Legendary quarterback announces on Twitter that he will be returning to the Bucks. Oh! Tom Brady unretired. <laughs> Are you for real? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh, who, who's, who's the source on this? Uh, well, it was breaking news from ESPN. I'm trying to see if uh, anyone on Twitter can confirm it for me. Holy fuck. Um, wow, this is, this is crazy. Um, maybe, you know, may, maybe give the boy a time to think. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, there's... Um, uh, it, it's kind of crazy. I saw a video earlier today. Um, Tom Brady was actually at a soccer game uh, at, at, at like uh, he was talking with Cristiano Ronaldo and Cristiano Ronaldo said, like, are you you for real? You done? And then Tom did this like little uh, like 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 look like, no, nah, I think maybe I'm coming back. And I'm like, holy shit. OK, um, so, yeah, this is absolutely wild. Uh, according like I guess I guess Ian Rappaport has it. Um, so yeah, Tom Brady's back. Um, it's not a career oh. yet. Um, Raiders fans cry into your beer. Um, not really, uh, dude. Not I really. I don't, I don't think so. I think not anymore. You know, I, I think there's a lot of Raiders fans that are still super upset about the tuck rule game. Yeah. And that's, you know, I mean, and they, they legit hold Tom Brady responsible for it. Um, rightly or wrongly, he, you know, he's so. going to be 45 in August. You know what? He's gonna... I think a lot of Raider fans and of do we hate the play? Do we hate what happened in that game? Absolutely. It was bullshit. Everybody, ten out of ten people know that's a that's a fumble. It, arm wasn't <laughs> going forward. He tucked it. It was a fumble. This is not even arguable at this point. But mm-hmm. with Tom Brady, you you respect greatness. He's he's badass, man. And you know. Yeah, I wish that game would have been different, but I got nothing but respect for him. You know, he and he's done it with a second franchise now in his first year there. Um, 
It's exciting. I'm excited. <laughs> Holy shit. And then also too, just throwing on them because we talked about Kirk Cousins. He just yeah. uh, inked a uh, one-year, thirty-five million dollar contract. To yeah, the Vikings fully guaranteed too. So um, get that money, Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah. So wild. I I apologize. Uh, shoot, okay. Shooting back to uh to basketball here. Um, I if you have a train of thought to go back to there, Sam, I, I apologize if you want to go yeah, back just to it there. Warriors, you know, um, where I was getting to is until I was so rudely interrupted by tom brady <laughs> unretiring um, what a dick move god damn it i'm gonna doesn't him. he know we're recording a regional podcast i'm texting him <laughs> later dude i got like 12 people listening you need to hold the fuck up yeah um, <laughs> what i was where i was going at was you know if this team can close out the season healthy i think they're the most dangerous team in the western conference you know western conference um I know Phoenix has been uh, the best team, big, you know, start of the season all the way through. They've been the best, most consistent team. And that's just, you know, even with their injuries, they've had some injury problems and they still have won. Um, but I think once healthy, the, the Golden State Warriors, I think the main difference is it's always shooting with Clay and Steph and now Jordan Poole, but it's that defense. That's the mm-hmm. thing that can really be the difference maker. I fully agree. Um, Vince, you had something fun you want to do tonight? Uh, wanna... Yeah, absolutely. So um, since today is Selection Sunday, as we're recording this, and that's kind of a big deal in you know basketball circles, and that basically leads to the brackets and the NCAA tournament and – uh, all the fun that that entails. So what I thought would be a lot of fun to do is if we kind of created our own non-sports related bracket and kind of, we, we just kind of pick them and choose until we have a winner. And the topic I decided to do was candy bars because I'm a big boy and I like my candies. So, <laughs> um, so I actually put this out on, uh, on my Facebook and everything. Uh, and I got fit. I got more than 50 people to respond and they gave me their top five candies. And so then I went all statistics on it and, um, broke it down by, you know, first place gets, you know, certain amount of points all the way down to fifth place gets one point and, uh, came up with our, uh, top 13 candies and then three at large picks. So that way it's kind of like a basketball tournament as well. Cause you get the at large and the champions, all kind of uh, rolled into one. So uh, I think I'll just give you the matchups one at a time and we'll just debate them and we'll pick a winner and uh, until we get to a champion. So uh, how about it? You guys ready? Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. So our um, one versus 16 matchup, we have Reese's peanut butter cups versus Skittles. All right. Uh, Who wants to open up the discussion? Dude, is there a discussion? Reese's Peanut Butter Cups is one of the best candies in the planet. So they're going to take it to town to number 16. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups all the way. All Hashtag. right, what do you got, Sam? Yeah, it's not even Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, uh, I, I actually 100% agree. Reese's moves on. And uh, so now we're going to go to the 8-9 matchup. We have Milky Way versus Red Vines. This is kind of interesting, actually, to me, because I, I'm, uh, I, I kind of like both of them. Uh, but go ahead, Sam. W- w- you're shaking your head. 
you red got vines, a red, red vines, vines right off the bat. Red okay. vines is the standard candy that I have to have when I go and watch a movie. I don't always okay. buy it where I, you know, it's not always the candy that I want when I'm at home or in the car, or, but watching a movie, red vines. Mm, okay. 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 All right, Tyler, what do you got? Um, I am not a licorice person. So, oh, I cannot stand the taste of licorice. I, as I got older, I tried it one more time. I still don't like the taste of licorice. So I'm I'm gonna have to uh, go against you here. I'm a I'm a Milky Way kind of guy here. All right, that's interesting. So that brings me to the tiebreaker. And I'll tell you what: if you put a Milky Way and some red vines in front of me, gut, my my gut reaction says grab the red vines. So I'm going with red vines. Sorry, ooh, Tyler. Ooh. Um, red vines moves on to the sec to the next round. They will be in the um, Elite Eight. Oh, you, we can't even call it Elite Eight, can we? I think we got to, I don't know. So we're going to call this uh, third month insanity instead of March Madness, okay? Um, third month insanity. move on to the sweet eight. Y- yeah, to, to the, oh, yeah, instead of Elite, the sh- sweet eight. Yeah, so sweet eight. The so sweet eight. Okay, so pe- uh, our, our four versus 13 matchup is Peanut M&M's versus Almond Joy. So um, I'll start this one off. I, I don't do coconut. I don't do coconut peanut M&Ms for me. Anybody else want to jump in? Peanut um, M&Ms, dude. Like that's literally probably my top in my top three all time. So peanut M&Ms all the way. I am also not a coconut person. So today we have learned that I don't like licorice. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of coconut. Which you think was odd because I'm Hawaiian, right? I, I really don't like coconut. So uh, you know what else M&Ms. sucks? mounds <laughs> that's right <laughs> i just always think of uh the movie uh where he wants a twinkie and when he unloads the oh twinkie truck. Yeah. oh uh yeah that's um zombie land yeah, yeah. it's nothing <laughs> but just, snowball and coconut, yeah oh, oh so good like, i don't hate snowballs i just hate the consistency <laughs> yeah it's not a taste it's a check it's a texture thing really okay <laughs> So peanut M&M's moves on to the so sweet eight um, in our five twelve matchup. We have Kit Kat versus Ferrero Rocher. Those little uh, balls, the hazelnut with the rice. Krispies. Oh, it's a, a lot of good stuff happening here. Uh, who wants to jump in first on this one? Mm-hmm. Kit Kat, man. They got the, mm-hmm. they got one of the best theme songs in the world. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Andy Bernard from the office. Couldn't remember that it was Kit Kat though. You know, <laughs> uh, that, that's a classic scene. Uh, he ends up with fancy feast, I think, or something, but yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. Uh, Tyler, what do you think? I'm gonna let you lead. What, what you got? Um, see, uh, for me, uh, I, this is another one where if I'm, if I'm given the option of either one of them, I'll, I'll choose the Kit Kat for me. So, oh, um, so I don't know. I, I mean, it doesn't matter what I pick at this point, but right. But, but those, yeah, but those, those, just, just those give little, us your opinion. Those little cat turds are delicious, man. Those, those, <laughs> those they look like little cat turds, but, um, you know, I'll go with Kit Kats too. I, I do love Kit Kat, but I mean, you, you put either one in front of me. I'll probably eat both to be honest with you. <laughs> fair. Tyler Absolutely likes the, fair. He likes to call it chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Kit Kat moves on to the So Sweet Eight. Um, all right, so we have in our three versus fourteen matchup, Twix versus Reese's Pieces, and 
God, this one. These are. I, I think these are two of my three favorite candies. So this is right the here. Twix, like Twix like bars. Yeah. Versus Reese's pieces, like the M and M. Yeah, the the little M and M shaped, but only peanut butter. Yeah. Correct. So the, I'm going. Okay. I'm all going. Right. I'm going Twix bar all the way. Okay. Twix, all right. Twi Twix. For Twix. Sure. Twix. Twix. All right. I, th thanks for not making me have to choose, um, gentlemen. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I we already can't. got peanut M&M's in here. Never mind. <laughs> I want Vince to choose. No, Twix. Twix. Okay. Uh, Twix uh, moves on to the So Sweet 8. And there we go. So now in our 6 versus 11 matchup, we have Butterfingers versus Hershey with Almonds. Mm, that's easy for me. That's easy for you. Go ahead. What is mm -hmm. so easy? Go ahead. Go mm. for it. Butterfingers all the way. I love that. <sighs> I feel like I'm going to break my teeth on this brittle, but hard chocolate. <laughs> Love it. It's like, it's like extra candy for later. You just pick it out and there you go. I, it's just weird that it's so flaky yet. It's like peanut brittle at the same time, but it's so delicious. All right, Sam, you got, you got something to add. You look a little befuddled. I think they both suck, but I'm going to go with Butterfinger. All right. Butterfinger. <laughs> I, I will definitely uh, choose Butterfinger. And they got uh, bark <laughs> Yeah. Dudley a finger on my Butterfinger, man. Um, <laughs> all right. So Butterfinger moves on to the So Sweet 8. Uh, we have Sour Patch Kids in the 7 seed taking on Cadbury Cream Eggs in the 10 spot. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sam, you look a little confused here. Do you need a minute to think while we talk yeah, it out? You guys go. Okay. I, I'm not going to eat a candy that was named after Sam's dog. So um, I'm going to go with the... Uh, <laughs> the ladder here okay uh, i'm not going with the cadbury eggs sorry you, it's not happening okay so you're gonna go with the sour patch kids oh for sure 100 okay yes yeah, so uh this is another one like um I, I i like both of these but you know i i i get the choice i choose sour patch kids uh sam sam did you have some thoughts um you know i'm probably going i'm gonna keep the uh sour patch kids going um, okay out of all the chocolates, cat, you know, I smash Cadbury eggs because it's the thing you buy at Easter or whatever. But it's not my favorite chocolate. The cream inside of it is not even that good. Um, the only reason why I like it is because it's it's a chocolate egg because I love <laughs> eggs. And everybody who knows me knows that I love eggs. But I don't really love the chocolate cream egg that they have. I just do it because it, it's related to an egg. So fair. Okay. All right. So Sour Patch Kids move on to the So Sweet Eight. All right. And in our final matchup, the two versus 15, we have Snickers bars versus gummy bears or worms, gummy in general. So um, I am going to uh, go ahead and just, I'm going to vote Snickers right off the bat. Um, I love me some Snickers. You got the peanut, you got the chocolate, the caramel, and the nougat. And it just kind of all blends together to make this really excellent uh, chocolate. So yeah, that's my choice. Yeah, that, that's an easy pick for me. I'm, I'm going to go the same route here. Uh, uh, just, you know, it's, it's, it's a, there was no uh, matchups that were the Cinderella stories. It seems like in this candy uh, segment here, we, we right. know who the clear outliers of the best candies are. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So here's the thing you said, all gummies. So is it gummy bears or is it like just Haribo gummies or is it including the trolley gummies? Uh, 
Yeah, so if it's the, what are if we it's doing? the trolley, if it's the trolley gummies, it, that's a harder debate here. Because I really do all right, let, if all right. it's all gummies, I got fucking fifty gummies to choose from. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, so yeah, let's let's just say it's trolleys. It, it, it's trolley uh, uh, gummy worms. Okay. Oh, okay. All now right. it's a little harder. Now it, it's a little harder. It's still just not harder for worms. me. Gummy yeah, worms. Yeah, I mean, people said gummy bears, and they didn't give me a specific brand, so I just kind of wrote gummy bears slash worms. But um, yeah, let's say it's the trolley gummy worms. Okay, does that make Ooh. your decision um, any different? Because I still choose Snickers. Yeah, it does make it harder for me actually. Um, go ahead, Sam. There's different types of gummy worms, dude. There's non-sour. <laughs> there's sour. assume that, assume it's non-sour because we already have the sour patch. Soda flavored. <laughs> It's the standard bag of trolley worms, no, um, no sour. Oh, okay. Then it's Snickers for me. If you, if you had, if somebody on Facebook had said the trolley sour gummy, gummy worms as a 16 seed, oh man, we'd be having an upset. Yeah. All right. Snickers. Okay. So we have our so sweet eight locked in. Uh, we have, and so now here we go with the one seed Reese's taking on the nine seed Red Vines. Wait, um, what is it again? Um, the So Sweet Eight. Okay. Uh, Reese's versus Red Vines. Buttercups versus Red Vines. Oh. Yep, that is correct. Oh, Sam, Sam's crying a little bit trying to uh, work you, this out. I mean, uh, I'm I'm biased. I'm I'm going to go with my biased answer here. Uh, yeah, Reese's go ahead. Cups. Yeah. Fun fact. I mean, I, I'm going to probably pick Reese's Peanut Butter Cups all the way around because that is my favorite candy. I, I cannot say no to a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup anywhere, mm-hmm. anytime. So going to go Reese's Peanut Butter Cup here. Okay. Sam, you still need some time to think a little bit? No, it's going to be, right. be Butter Cups. I yeah. Mean, the only uh, yeah. time I eat Red Vines is at the movie theater, but a Reese's Butter Cup. And you know what's even sometimes what's even better than a Reese's Butter Cup? Have you had a justin's cashew buttercup those are really fucking good it's like kind of the foo-foo of the of the you know chocolate with the butter with the peanut butter but um oh i have had there's a cashew version which is really fucking good but yeah reese's buttercups because you can get the regular buttercups with the the two pack or the four pack but even the little gold foil ones the little mm-hmm. gold foil ones are pretty good too, so it's it, it's buttercups. You know what's crazy? Those gold foil ones, you'll eat one, and then you'll look down. There'll be about you know six or seven little roll, rolled up little gold balls. And you're like, damn, I ate this much. <laughs> okay, so just to round it out, I will also pick Reese's peanut butter cups in this instance, and they're going to move on to the uh, what do we call this? We can't call it the final four. The um, uh, the, the cavity four. The <laughs> yeah, the cavity four. Okay, I like it. The cavity four. Okay. That, that, that's another part of this is uh, coming up with these fun little names for these rounds that we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> so the four versus five matchup peanut M&Ms versus Kit Kat. Ooh. Yes. Peanut M&Ms versus Kit Kat. Uh, mm-hmm. M&Ms, peanut M&Ms. Oh, I'm going Kit Kat. Oh, you're going to make me uh, break the tie here. Okay. Yeah, so, man. all right. So I'm in, I, I, I'm at the grocery store. I look over and I see they're both on sale and it's a, you know, and it's only these two, but it's they're both like, 99 know, buy, cents. Vince. They're both. No, it's like, it's like three for a dollar, but you have to buy, or, or, you know, it's three for $3 and they're a dollar each. 
and those are the only two items. So I'm buying the sale items. Do I get two peanut M&Ms and one Kit Kat or two Kit Kats and one peanut M&Ms? Oh, you're getting Kit Kats. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm grabbing the peanut M&Ms. Peanut M&Ms moves on. Oh. Oh, I love painting this like little picture, this little word salad for you all to um, go through. That's my why Vince process. comes to the parties. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Peanut M&Ms. Damn Skippy. <laughs> Get it, Skippy, because it's peanut. Peanut butter. Okay. okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Okay. So now we're moving on to the three versus six seed. Um, the three seed is the Twix. Six seed is Butterfinger. This is the toughest decision I may have to make the entire tournament. Um, why don't you gentlemen go first? Um, Twix or Butterfingers? Hmm. You know, honestly, I, I like Twix more, but you know, what's weird that I like to do. I, I like taking both of those chocolates and sticking them in the freezer and then mm. eating them. And the Twix one, when it gets like a little bit unthought out and you get like the stringy caramel that comes out of it, mm, I'm going yeah. Twix and I'm going Twix. Mm. Twix. Yeah. Like, okay. You know, the problem with Butterfinger is that it tastes really great. I really don't enjoy things like sticking to my teeth for that long. Okay. So it's out twigs. All right. That's fair. That, that means that my vote doesn't matter, but um, I will. Um, so we're going to move Twix on, but I just want to come to the defense of Butterfinger a little bit here before we move on and say that to get like a Sonic blast or when, you know, McFlurry's had them, I would always get the Butterfinger because that's the piece that I loved having mixed in instead of like the Oreos and stuff or Heath bars or whatever the shit else people mix in with them. Um, so I, I just, I always have a special place in my heart for Butterfingers, but I am totally happy with Twix moving on. And with that said, Twix moves on to the cavity four and we're on to our last matchup of the so sweet eight sour patch kids versus Snickers. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Patch kids versus okay. Snickers. Mm. So I'm going to go first. Um, um, I, I don't want to say that I don't like sour stuff. I do, but I don't like sour stuff as much as I enjoy a Snickers bar. So my vote is going to be Snickers uh, here. So anybody else want to jump in? I'm going to go sour patch kids. I, I do enjoy when I go to the movies and getting sour patch kids. You know what? I'm also kind of upset that wasn't on the list and maybe I'm just a, person who only likes this i'm upset that whoppers wasn't on the list you know what it's kind of funny you mentioned that my dad and his girlfriend were the only two people who voted for whoppers whoppers actually, are delicious i actually really I, love whoppers too. i enjoy them they're not my type top five but i do enjoy them um and i like the little robin's eggs that they that come out for halloween so you get the candy shell on the outside of them but they're essentially whoppers with the candy shell uh, i enjoy that as well but yeah Whoppers missed, was, uh, missed was another another candy that I used to have with me at the movie theater. That was definitely a candy I always you know, had. I don't see them at movie theaters anymore. Neither Am I crazy? Do they do they get rid of them? Or Whopper did big Whopper business close down? Um, they're not entirely closed down. You can still get like the movie size boxes at like um, uh, a Target or something like that, or Walgreens or whatever. So they 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 do still exist, but. You, you just can't get them at the movie theaters for five bucks. You got to go somewhere else and get them for a dollar instead. Oh, no. I'm, oh, no. I'm creating a, a petition. Bring movie theater whoppers back.org. 
I'm doing okay. it. <laughs> All right. So, so you vote Sour Patch Kids. I voted Snickers. Sam, you're the tiebreaker this time. What do you think? You know, if uh, there's a there's a handful of each, which handful I'm going to eat more? I feel like with Sour Patch Kids, I enjoy them, but I can only have like two or three, and it kind of the texture of it and the sour of it. I I'm definitely more sweet. So I'm going to go with the, the chocolate. So. Mm. All right. Snickers moves on and we went, we ended up going chalk. We only had one so-called upset and that was the red vines beating Milky way in the eight, nine matchup, which is kind of interesting. And here we are. Our cavity four is the top four seeds. So we have uh, Reese's and peanut M&M's. This is where it gets real interesting, folks. Uh, I would imagine that my peanut butter cups are going to squash all over the peanut M&M. So reach the peanut butter cups all the way. Let's go. Go ahead, Sam. You know what? I know Vince is going to take butter cups. So I love butter cups. But just I'm going down with my M&M ship. I'm taking M&M's. Peanut M&M's <laughs> representing <laughs> okay um sam is correct and i will be taking reese's but again this is this is not anything against peanut m&ms because i do love the shit out of them and um i've i've probably put on like four pounds alone on peanut m&ms just by my just just me so um honorable mention to peanut m&ms but uh your your tournament ends in the cavity four against reese's and they we go to one they would have won the whole thing if they just didn't go up against peanut butter cups. <laughs> they were clearly the second best candy. It's it's <laughs> tough when you go up against a heavy hitter like that. I mean, that's why you want to try to find your way into the bottom half of that bracket. And so here we are, we bottom a, half of the bracket. We need like Dick Vitale in the background. <laughs> the best candy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is a lot of fun. I may try to do some some, some more games like this going forward. Um, okay, so on the bottom half of the bracket, we have Twix versus Snickers. And I think I want to start talking first on this one and say how much I love Twix. And I genuinely, uh, every time Courtney like brings home candy from work and it's Twix, my eyes light up and it's like, like, it's 60% my fiance and 40% the Twix. Like I, I, I love the shit out of Twix so much. Um, so yeah, my vote actually, I'm taking the upset, the Twix over the Snickers gentlemen. Go ahead, Sam. Snickers. Oh, oh you anything you want to say? <laughs> mm, man. Oh, now it's Tyler's turn to be the uh, tiebreaker. All right. Man. Everybody got a chance to tiebreak. Um, this has worked out marvelously. These are both delicious candies. What's what's your guys' favorite? If I'm holding two in my hand, they're probably melted because I'm gripping them too hard. Mm -hmm. mm. Which one am this I licking like out of my hand here? In one hand, you have Twix. <laughs> <laughs> Do you choose the left Twix or the right Twix? Uh, oh, Twix man. versus Snickers. Oh, That's so tough. I'm going to go. What what seeds? What, what are the seed numbers? Uh, Snickers was two. Twix was three. Ooh. 
Ooh, that is a tough one there. I'm going to go with Twix. Yes! <laughs> Sorry if I blew out anybody's eardrums, uh, but your boy's excited. Um, <laughs> so so, so Twix and Reese's Butter Peanut Butter Cups are in the... Uh, it, they are the, in uh, the final. Okay, so the... Uh, I, the, uh, yeah. the tummy ache title match? Oh, tummy ache title. Uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm typing that in right now. Okay, tummy ache title. We have Reese's versus Twix. Um, I'll go first, just because okay, you are. Go you ahead. Know, uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna go Reese's peanut butter cups. Or, or just curiosity. I do we hold the last person's vote, assuming somebody goes opposite, and see what the internet says? Or are you trying to figure it out right no, now? No, I, I think we're trying to figure this out right now. Um, all right. Uh, and then I'm just going to like post on that little post that I create and say, hey, here's what happened. Listen for the answers of what we did. Okay. okay. Reese Peanut Butter Cups, champions. Okay. Sam, you want to go ahead? Yeah, man. It's not even close. Butter Cups. Yep. <laughs> Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the champions. And uh, just to make it a match, I would vote Twix. Hmm. But mm. only, but I I don't know if I would actually do that in real life. So I don't know if I'm lying to myself. But uh, Twix deserved too much to vote. offense, too yeah, much defense, and way too quite, much special teams. Yeah, well. that's right. So um, <laughs> Reese's are your sugary sweet uh, champions of the candy bracket. The SVT Sports Pod uh, candy bracket champions are Reese's. I'm gonna say that as many times as possible. I guess. Um, Go they Reese's. Take home the uh, the uh, the tummy ache title uh, trophy, which is yep. just a bottle of Tums. That's right, um, it, but it's spray painted <laughs> gold because yeah, and it's like on top of an actual trophy. Um, yeah. The the Golden Tums Award goes to Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Okay. So who's oh wait so who's the MVP of the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? Chocolate um, or peanut butter? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think I would go chocolate because I think the peanut butter is not like I, I i like the peanut butter inside reese's pieces more than i like the peanut butter inside reese's if i'm being honest that might be a hot take ooh, ooh. But, um, what do you I, got sam who, who's your mvp <laughs> chocolate or peanut butter in the reese's peanut butter cup peanut butter yeah i think i i like that peanut butter i don't know what it is it's probably just got a gratuitous amount of sugar into it but there's something about that just peanut butter. all creamy and oh my yeah God. okay mm, mm. All right. This was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad we were able to do that. So, yeah. <laughs> Next month, donuts. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I will I, actually, I was thinking about it and um, I have an idea for next month and I'll talk to you guys about it off air because I want it to be a surprise for the uh, listening audience. Uh, right. But yeah, I have, I have thoughts of uh, just uh, Vinny's game mayhem or something. I don't know. Well, any uh we're at roundup session here anything you guys want to touch base on no i'm good we're all good it to was go a great great week of sports it's been yep. a couple weeks off for us as a as a show but it's great to to see you and get back a lot of fun great bit vince yeah i uh, had a lot of fun creating it um so let's uh dive into our plugs you can uh visit us on twitter and instagram svt sports pod you can send an email to svtsportspod at gmail.com, slide into our DMs, uh, and interact with us because it gets so lonely out in social media. Please be my friend. 
And if you have any debates about peanut butter being the best candy in the world, you can email us. You can hit us up on Twitter. Yeah. You can also shut the hell up because it's the best candy <laughs> in the world. <laughs> uh, tell us, uh, tell us what we got wrong in our bracket, you know, uh, looking forward to it. All right, guys, you guys have a great weekend. You guys have a great week and uh, we'll talk. We'll talk again next week. All right, guys. Absolutely. Good night. Later. Guys. Later, guys.